This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Let's start the show, and we're going to start. So let's talk about it with Jenny White. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a McDonald's worker was shot because the fries were cold. And if you didn't hear that, I'll repeat it. A, a McDonald's worker was shot because the fries were cold. Now, if you haven't heard anything crazier than that, I don't know what to say. I have no idea what to say. The man's mother was complaining to the staff at McDonald's in the Bedford neighborhood about receiving cold French fries. Morgan was speaking to his mother on FaceTime during the argument. So he and his girlfriend eventually joined his mother at the restaurant where he escalated the dispute with Webb outside on the street. Now tell me why that young man went on the street or why was he out to the street? Maybe he was taking it to the mom. I don't know. But he should have gone back in the house. Surveillance footage shows Morgan throwing the child down to the ground and shooting him in the neck with a nine millimeter, millimeter, whatever, pistol. Webb was taken to the Brooksdale University Hospital where he died. Morgan was also charged with murder for an unrelated killing in 2020 only blocks away from the McDonald's. He confessed to the crime while in custody. Right now, I'm going to go to an... I'm going to go to an intervention because that's kind of uh, rough for me. So I'll be right back. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. Okay, so I'm back now, and we're going to talk about this because 
to me, it makes no sense. And if it doesn't make sense to you, just press the one on your phone. And we can start talking about that because it just doesn't make any sense. This child, child, was doing his job at McDonald's. And what happened was this young man, mother, who was talking to him on the phone, she was telling her son that the young man had given her cold French fries, cold French fries. And so the young man got upset at wherever he was. He and his girlfriend went to where mother was. And he started angering uh, with the uh, guy. They were arguing. And he lied him down. And he shot him in the neck with a 9 millimeter pistol. The child was taken to the hospital where he died. Now, I need... Somebody, somebody, I know you're listening. Can you please explain to me? But right now I'm going to put my co-host, Mr. Coleman, is here now. So how you doing, Mr. Coleman? Good, Jenny White. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Okay, I've got one hand up. And we're going to see what this one has to say. Hello, how are you? Hi, this is Dorothy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. This is absolute foolishness. The mother and the girlfriend should also be charged as accessories. Hmm. Yeah, sounds like it's a good one to me. He should have stayed where he was. That makes no sense to me. Cold fries. The mother probably added on to the story, like, saying, well, he's in here getting smart with me and getting nasty with me, and he wasn't going to have nobody talking down to his mother. But, I mean, you know, he probably would have gone in easily and got her some more. Or I think Mama could have thrown them away and kept on moving. Or she would, could have gone home and heated them up. I mean, you know, that's not worth someone's life. Okay, I have another person who'd like to share. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, doing great. Well, I tell you one thing, I bet the mother, uh, look at the bill she's going to have to pay for lawyers for her, her son <laughs> and, that, and that girlfriend, I bet it's going to cost more than one, one pack of uh, french fries. You know, yeah, I had not thought the about mother's that. Part, the, mother, the mother should have left. 
you know, the mother should have left, you know, yeah. either went to get some more fries or left, you know. So she's the she's the causation of her own son, and probably all three of them get charged with some kind of murder. And by the time they get finished, uh, I have a friend, she's an attorney. She said she starts off at $15,000 when you talk about something like that. So can you, know. you imagine how much money they're going to come out of now? No, but I, I'm still thinking about that child's life. He went to work to get him some money for whatever it mm. was. He went that well, day. God. But he didn't do anything wrong. There are a no, lot he of didn't. People that are, you know, there are a lot of people get in situations that they're not wrong, but, you know, they get hurt. I feel sorry for the young man, but, you know, uh, because, like, he did, I mean, over French fries. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, threw the child on, threw him on the ground and shot him in the neck. In the neck. Well. I mean, well. you know, if you're that mad, why couldn't you have shot him in his toe? <laughs> or you know, I'm not trying to be funny. But that that didn't I mean you shot him period. I mean that just shows the, the kind of home he was raised in. Yeah, that's you know, true. Because you got to remember, if he came from where he was, it had to be like yeah. five or t- a drive. You know, have you ever did something and when before you got there, common sense kind of snapped in? Yeah, <laughs> where am I going for? You know, right. it makes no sense. You know, but some people, you know, like I said. I've seen some parents that are worse than their kids. Uh, well, she's well, she got him in the uh, trouble now. Oh yeah, no, she got all of them in trouble. That's crazy, right? Because the, the the boy is going to be charged with premeditated first degree murder, right? Because that's an intentional going somewhere to do something that you didn't have to go. Yeah, listen, listen to this. He was also charged with murder for an unrelated killing in 2020, only blocks away from the McDonald's. He confessed mm-hmm. to the crime while in custody. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're all going to stand up for our kids, you know, uh, to a, to an extent. You know, uh, Dr. Robinson uh She's over there, I think National Baptist Convention for the Youth, and she said, I, you know, she said, I know, I know my son uh, did something wrong, and she said, I didn't agree with it, but I had to put my house up to mortgage my house to try to get him out, even though we didn't oh, win. Wow. But she said, she, you know, to her, she had to let her son know that she tried everything, you know, she could. You know, are so, you uh, talking gonna, about that? Oh. Are you talking mm-hmm. about that female judge? Nope. This is a, this is a black lady over the metropolitan district. Uh, young people in the city of Detroit. Yeah, but this uh, black uh, judge was uh, trying to uh, stand up for her son, and I forgot what he had done because it's been years 
but they kicked her off <laughs> out of the judgeship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put her, the son put mama out of her job. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, didn't Kilpatrick kick his mother out of the job? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Is she still living? Hmm? Yes, she she, lives in in Georgia. Is she sick? No. Because I know he did. He put his mama right on the ground. That's, ooh, ooh. Okay, I got one more. (laughs) Hey, how you doing? You want to jump in too? Huh? I'm good. Yes, I'm I good. do. <laughs> I have my hi everybody. Our co-host Hello. Dorothy and you're truly yeah. I um my cousin's um grandson was working here in Detroit at a is it a Wendy's or a Burger King? But he was saying that. A lot of times when, you know, when people come up at the drive-in and maybe you're trying to prepare and you say, well, would you please move up and I'll have your food and I'll bring it right out to you. They'll move up and stuff. But sometimes when you go out, you know, you have them look it over, make everything right, they'll say something nasty or else they'll throw something at you. She said that has happened to him. So, so he found he just, you know, I think it was like he might have been working on being an assistant manager there. He said it got too nasty, and he said he quit the job. He said people, you know, that throw something on you or something like that, you know, and you're trying to, you know, keep the business going. I know um, this uh, this Popeye chicken where I like to go to on 8 now, uh, right there near the Quinder, a lot of times they have a line going all the way around, and you have to mm-hmm. wait, and you have to do this, do that. And, and that's uh, now, what, what, wait a minute. That's what a Popeye. A Popeye. Yeah, right there, yeah. And um, they'll make you wait at the way you order it and then try to work to get everything together and then tell you to move up so they can give you your order, you know. But um, people, it's, it's just the mental um, disability that we're all dealing with under this COVID, you know. I believe it's just people are just wild now. And people, are, they have a attitude of entitlement and all of this. You know, it's ridiculous. And as far as that family's concerned, not only their son going, all those people are accessories. They're going to all suffer. Yeah. Over that yeah. child's death. But a lot of people, they say, no, I don't want to work, no, you know, McDonald's and things like that. No. They and they're really suffering for help. No, it's not needed. And he had time to think about what he was going to do. Yeah, but he had killed somebody in yeah. 2020. And yeah. he was still so, on so, the street. So yeah. It is. That's definitely meditate. You had a long time to think of what you were going to do. Mm-hmm. Long but he time. didn't have and to that. He no, not threw him on the ground and shot him in the neck. Was it that serious? He could have shot him in the foot. If he was going to shoot him, why he got to shoot him in the neck? Because he knows that's a kill. That's a kill. When you shoot in the neck, that's a kill. You hit that main artery, there's nothing anybody can do for you. It's going to go to the brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Now, what they say, he's he's such a good boy, you know. He's such a good boy. He never did <clears throat> stuff like that. Cause the, cause That's what his mother said. Was, no, she didn't say that. She knew he right. was he's stupid. Such a good, he's such a, I don't know why such a good she boy. Said. He only killed one other person, right? Right. right. He yeah. Cold, but but he, he had his blood, blood. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, yeah. I had a friend of mine. It is. Uh, her son got a well. It was her brother got arrested, right? And police put him in the the back seat of the car. And some kind of way, he was able to get his hands from uh, out of the handcuff, grab the police and gun, and kill one of the policemen. Oh right? no! And then the other policeman, you know, wind up killing him. And the mother, the mother's on TV talking about they didn't have to kill my son. I'm like. Your son start all the action and continue with the action, you know. So you know, sometimes you just have to admit, you know, your son is wrong. You know, so I, I, I like just I don't understand. I can't. Well, I the mother knew who she was sending up. She didn't, the mother knew who she was bringing up there to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know your kids, even though you don't want to admit it. Right. That's true. Yeah, you know but sometimes you, you, you help him. Like the young man years ago, remember when his mother took him to this recreation place and she he had his gun under the hood of his mother's car. And when she gave him the gun, he went into the place and killed yeah. the wrong child. Killed but mama, mama, mama. What is wrong? What is Mommy wrong? got no sense. It's, uh, uh, she had his gun under her hood, and when they got to the place, she gave it to him to go in mm-hmm. there and hurt someone. That's wrong. I mean, why well, that her son was a juvenile? Huh? Yes. And her son what? was a juvenile. I think it was. I think it was like 16 so did years they put old. Her, did they put right. her in jail? I yeah. don't remember. Oh, more than 20, yeah. They put her in jail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What did they do I can't the see them not doing that. What did they do with the child? Sometimes. He was 15. Oh. And he, he shot 16, the wrong he kid. Shot the... He shot the wrong kid. Mm-hmm. What is Does going on? Does it make any on? difference if it's the wrong one or the right one? Well, he killed I something. guess you're right. I guess you're right. But Mama helped. Mama yeah. drove him. The mom, the mom was the instigator. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you teach mm-hmm. your child to take a life? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't you know. think if I had called my son and told him, you know, I, I was over there at Mickey D's and they gave me them cold <laughs> French fries. 
And you know what? He would have said, well, throw him away. <laughs> but take another Go home and heat him up. <laughs> I think my son would have said that. I don't know. <laughs> but I doubt Barry says me if he started coming. Run, running. But see, the thing, the thing is, is that McDonald's is that they have a policy that if you complain that their fries are cold, their policy is to replace your fries. They'll replace it, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, all she had to do was ask for another pack of fries. That's all she had to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder well, if you know. Go ahead. I, I was going to say the, that same corner which you're talking about up at on uh, DeQuinder and uh, Conant. That yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, that McDonald's up there. I was sitting there one day, right, and the lady they forgot to give this lady her apple pie, right? One apple pie. There was three managers and four workers out there for an hour and a half fussing over one apple pie. Oh. And I'm like, what? I'm like, come on now. You got you wasted more time uh, with these people out here than for an apple pie. You know. But like I said, sometimes managers aren't trained well and nor are their employees, you know. Conflict so. resolution, yeah. Mhm. Well, well, I was going to that one I, I watched a robbery. I was sitting in the drive-thru, pulled up to the window. Two guys came, got directly in front of my car. The other one slid across the hood of my car when the girl opened the window to give me my money. He put a, mm-hmm. put a gun on her and asked her for the drawer. Mm. And I said, oh, no more McDonald's for me. <laughs> Nah, well, he wouldn't have been <laughs> leaning on my car because I would have been gone. Well, the killing thing is, is that they went and ran back through the parking lot only to find out that there was no no exit for them. <laughs> so they had to come running oh. back toward Covenant, and the money was flying everywhere. So really, <laughs> what was the game? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, people get, I don't know. I know there was a lady at the uh, Kentucky Fried up on the lodge in Seven Mile, and she pulled in and uh, they got her order. And then uh, the guys, I guess, they, I don't know if they're going to rob her or rob the other person, you know, the the person in the window. But that lady got her gun out, shot and killed him and took off. And they, they asked anybody, we didn't see nothing. He was just laying on the ground when uh, we got here. Huh. So, you know, because I went to, uh, I think, White Castle early one morning, and this guy kept coming across the street at me. And I, I, I had my pistol with me. I said, sir, please go back. No, 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 no. Said, sir, please go back. So you take one more step, I don't think somebody's going to be picking you up, hmm. you know. Well, I just wanted to borrow. I said, no, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. It's dark outside, and you can come walking up to my car, and I didn't tell you to stop. But I guess once he saw the gun flash really good, he changed his mind. 
Oh, yeah, that, but that's the game. You know, you put in all kind of positions nowadays. Yeah. You just got to be careful. Yeah. Right, because last month, I don't know if you all saw it on the news, there's some kind of festival that they hold up north every year. This woman shut her restaurant down because she said that the customers were so rude to her employees. And she said that she hated to do it because this, whatever this weekend was that they were having this festival, she said that was the money that she made to sustain her restaurant over to the next year. But she was willing to, to forego it and not have people abuse her, her workers. Wow. Well, you got to do what you got to do. And there are always yes. going to be people out there complaining. Always. Always people out there complaining. They don't yeah, know I went to what else to do. Up on eight, eight Mile, and I saw the woman actually throw the, throw the food at the girl at the door. She got the food in the drive where you, I guess you pick up and go or whatever they call it. And she mm-hmm. opened up her container and the girl, you know, had already gone back in and she went in that door and just so happened where I was parked, I could see and she actually threw that food at her. I said, how crazy are you? You don't understand. The police are sitting right there in that gas station. <laughs> hmm. Well, gone over that made me think of a thing I had. This guy was standing outside, and he was, you know, begging. And so I said, well, you hungry? Come on in. Come on in. We were in uh, McDonald's, me and my grandson. So, you know, we bought what we wanted. And I and I told him, get what you want. Get anything you want. So he ordered. And when the guy came back with his food, I gave it to him. So me and my grandson was sitting down there eating. As we got up to leave, the security <laughs> told me, he said, you know, he threw that food away. <laughs> I said, oh, well, you know, nothing I could do. He didn't want the food. He wanted the money. So, you know, I believe if you're hungry, I don't mind helping you. I really don't. And you, some people you are really Yeah, some, some people are really good that, like that because – uh, the other day, I went to Big Boys to take my grands to breakfast, and I was just sitting there, and I was wondering, why is this lady not bringing the bill now? Because, you know, they don't wait. They'll put it on your table before you eat. You're done. So I'm just thinking, why hasn't she bought the bill? So finally, when the kids and I started getting up to go, she came to me and told me the lady behind you had paid for your uh, breakfast. And I'm turning around. She said, no, she's gone. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? Now, that that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I said, you know, maybe I need to do that. Because I used to do the um, gas, you know, when my husband and I were tra- traveling and we stop at the the gas 
station and somebody in front of me will be getting they counting their pennies and they only got three dollars they want to put the gas in the car so after they go out the door i tell the man you know can you give him ten dollars more or something like that you know i i got a kick out of doing that but you know mm-hmm. some people are they help you but that that really got us me and the kids <laughs> But I didn't get an opportunity to say thank you, but I thought that was pretty decent. And that's something we ought to kind of keep on our minds to help somebody some kind of way. I think all of us, you know, because you don't know. If somebody's standing up in a store trying to get three dollars and fifteen cent worth of gas. Come on now. If you're behind him, because I've had the men to ask me, Do you know him? You know, no, I don't know him. I don't have to know him. And then one man uh found out I had done it and he's just thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you know. But I'm like the lady, I don't want anybody to know. I just want them to get the gas. So there's Uh always something that we can do to help someone else. And it's not going to hurt us. No, it's a good feeling to pay it forward. It really is. That's true. It really is. That is, Okay, I got another person who wants to talk. Hello, lady. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Hello. My name is Charmaine, and I'm from California, and I happen to be listening, and I just want to just kind of just jump in and just say, yes, you know, by us paying forward, it definitely keeps the kindness going, and that has happened to me many times in Starbucks. I'll actually go and pay you know, order my stuff, and they say, oh, you don't have to worry about it. Somebody already paid for yours. And I said, huh? They said, yeah, somebody paid. I said, oh, isn't that so sweet? You know, it's like who would have thought you go to the store and somebody already paid for your drink? Just imagine that feeling, right? And so then you say, okay, well, you know what? Well, I was going to pay anyway, so, hey, I'm going to put my $6 here, and then you pay it for whoever need, you know, whoever comes after me. You pay, they drink. And they say, okay. And I said, man, I said, that'd be nice if all day everybody keep paying somebody's drink yeah. forward. And so yeah. it's beautiful. And, 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 and also, you know, there's some, there's some days I go, I go to Coffee Bean, so I know everybody at the store. And there's some days I just say, you know what, I'll go for a cup of coffee today. And I go in there, and they say, Charmaine, don't worry about it. It's on the house. I said, y'all treating me? And they say, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just so, uh-huh. so beautiful because, they, you know, they say, hey, you come see us every day with that beautiful smile. Hey, we want to give you something back. And so I said, oh, oh, thank you. So it, okay. it definitely helps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what? So, yeah, I, I think that's a good deal. I think. But what I did with the money, uh, I just gave it to the waiter. I gave her 20 bucks. I mean, you know, big deal. I was going to have to pay it anyway, you know. But I thought well, that was well, really did you nice. All see the black, did you all see the black waiter that got fired yesterday? That someone no. left money for a, a, the, a person left money for the table behind them. And instead of the young man putting the money in for that table, he pocketed the money. 
Oh, no. No, you can't. They have to be the trust me, yeah. And he got fired. He got fired, and the manager didn't ask or anything like what's going on, didn't talk to him. You know, because right now we're in in a serious situation, inflation, and they let them go. Well, the woman that, that left the money for the table behind her was an elderly woman, and they said she wasn't walking fast. The manager, the person that came to do whatever, said, uh, well, that old lady right there ate and didn't pay. Well, they ran out to the parking lot at her and told her, well, you, didn't, you need to come back in because you didn't pay. And she said, I did pay. I left my money and for my bill, and the young man took the money, and I paid for the table behind me. And that's how he got caught. She came right back in and pointed oh. him out. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, well, de- well, definitely lesson learned. He probably, mm-hmm. you know, but he probably needed the money. I, I hate to say he did it like that, but he probably needed the money. You know, we got a lot yeah, of people no- out there that need, they really need. So yeah, I totally uh, agree. I, I think I think he needed it as well, but because the woman, they chased the woman, and then the woman had to come back and say, "Well, hold, wait a minute, I put the money on there, so I guess they had no other choice to let him go." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if nobody will call. Yeah. Well, that's well, a good thing. At least that. they didn't kill him. My goodness. So you know, just let him go. But there are a lot of people having a lot of problems. You know, we think we have a little bitty problems and, you know, this, I can't do this and I can't do that. And then you listen to somebody and when they get through telling you about their problems, <laughs> all you can do is say, thank you, Jesus. You know, uh-huh. yeah. they, I mean, all of us are going through something. All of us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We all, we all we all have a sword. We got a battle on our own. Yes, ma'am. That's right. That's right. So I mean, you know, maybe your storm is not as as hard as mine, or maybe yours is worse than mine. I've heard, you know, a lot of people say a lot of different things. So we just have to, you know, have some kind of, um, you know. Something for someone else, you know. You have yeah. to have compassion. Even even if you don't have a, a lot of money, give somebody something. Yeah. Or, you know what, sometimes, or, or yeah, or you know what? Just sometimes, just be there and maybe offer advice or a suggestion, or just to be there, just to give that compassionate, you know, the empathy of what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? That also helps too. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then years and years, uh, way before, <laughs> I used to ride the uh, bus. And you always find some people on the bus that you can talk to. So that's kind of uh, good because you can 
listen and somebody will tell you something that will help you or you can help someone else. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk to other people. You know, I, I don't know what's going on now. Don't know what's going on. But we'll find later. Mm-hmm. You're going you gonna to wish you left that $10 for the, wait, the waitress. Because <laughs> when you get out there and find out, Oh, somebody stole my ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's always something that we can do to help someone else. We can always absolutely. Do that. You know, absolutely. You know what? Just just a, a a good morning. Hello. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Just a conversation. Yeah. For me, for me, you know, I, I love to talk. And so when I'm out in the store and people get too close, I say, okay, now you get too close, we're going to have a conversation now. And, you know, and, and that's how we just, you know, sometimes. And sometimes somebody just needs that smile or they just need that, you know, that, that talk. They might go home and don't have nobody to talk to. But, you that's know what I mean, true, sometimes yeah. you might just need that little, hey, how you doing today? You know That's what? I'm true. doing fabulous. You know, and you never know what that energy that you just ex- ex- receive can take you. It can take you. Can, it can take your whole entire day, and you feeling wonderful. You know what I'm saying? That part. That's it. That's, that's the truth. Because you know, uh, Joel Osteen. I talk about him all the time. Love him. He's got this little cube out, and I purchased it, and I listened to him, and he just, oh my gosh, he just says. Things that make so much sense. Just telling somebody, if you just say, oh, man, I really like that color that you have on. Or something, mm-hmm. you know, or your hair is so pretty. And then you keep walking. But you don't know what you did to that person. You that don't true, yeah. know what you did to that person. So, I mean, anytime we can do something to help someone else, we ought to do it. We ought to do you know, it. I, I, I want to say that not only by you helping somebody else, like when he says, you know, your hair looks beautiful, don't think that nothing is happening to you. By you even acknowledging it so that you want to um, uplift somebody else. Believe that something is happening into you that's uplifting you as well because you took that's that true. initiative to speak out. So there's two different dynamics that's taking place. Y'all both are getting the same benefit, that's but true. you are a little bit higher because you reached out to somebody and say, hey, you look beautiful today. Now that elevated you up to another level, and then that person who you spoke to elevated her up too, and so it's like a domino effect. So right, right. hope that you continue doing what you're doing, and she will touch somebody else and somebody else. So just keep in mind when you say that, there's two things that's taking place. Okay, that's true. Well, but I'm gonna be just... honest. I stopped. I stopped doing it because I was in the grocery line, and this woman had obviously came from the hairdresser, and her hair really looked good. And I said, oh, your hair is so sharp. I said, who does your hair? And then she 
gave me the name of the person, and I said, it is. I said, it just looks so good. I said, there is not a hair out of place. And she put her hand up. She said, let me stop you. I'm not gay. And she said it so loud. I was like, huh? What? She said, she said, I'm not gay. I said, and neither am I. You don't know how to take a compliment. Oh, wow. But, oh. people, I mean, she said it so loud that people in the other two lanes turned and looked at me, and I'm standing there looking crazy. From that point, you stopped talking to her? I mean, I'm not her, I, but from that point, you stopped giving compliments in the grocery store? I sure did. Oh, you stop, really? Don't, don't, no, you should not let one person, no telling what you're uh-uh. dealing with. She did, like you said, she didn't know how to handle compliments. And you know what? My mother had that same issue because my mother said that back in the day, whenever somebody gives you a compliment, that means they want something from you. And I said, really? I said, that's uh-huh. so sad. I said, you, this is the 21st century. If somebody's not asking you for anything, embrace it. So you were teaching her, even if she came and attacked you, your joy, because there's something that you're getting out of it because you greeted her. You know what I mean? So. Don't let that yeah. one incident stop you. Yeah. Who are you doing that, Miss Lady? <laughs> and then she's doing her experience, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's her experience. Well, you know, yeah. we, you know, come on now, y'all. You know how we are, some of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, of us. Hey, well gonna, I hate to say hey, it. Hey, I'm going to say this. Oh, I was gonna say this. If you see me in a grocery store, beautiful, and you see my hair look good, please give me a compliment. I'll receive it. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to California. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Well, okay. Uh, that's true. You never know. <laughs> never know. You know, there's yeah. one thing we need to talk about, and I try to teach my grandkids: conflict resolution. There's a certain way you can handle conflict. If they hit me, mama told me to hit them back. I said, no, you know, and that's what I went at school. I said, no, you just don't get up and hit someone else back. You protect yourself, but you don't hit them back. Hey, you try to find out what the problem is. If you tell the teacher, well, the te- I told the teacher, but she wouldn't, I said, then you come and tell one of us, and I will definitely go up there and call. This is happening. That's happening. I know it. This one of the boys, he was being a bully. Putting my, pushing my grandson, and he would back off and all of that and try to say, hey, man, you know, and they kept at it. So the teacher was looking at it. Then finally my grandson turned around and pushed him back, and the other, the other boy was sent home, but not my grandson. You have to teach them how to handle. You just don't jump at a person, you know. And uh, although it is crazy out there, you know, in school, but um, you try to teach them how to talk uh you know, how to articulate yeah. to calm down. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous you know? we, are, we, we can articulate the problem after I hit you back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, hey, know, but, hey, but, it's, but then, nah. it was, then it'll escalate. You know, I feel that it'll escalate. We're trying to teach yeah, them well, how to I mean, control it. Well, well, once, they, once they, uh, they hit you, then they, you know, there's consequences. They're ready for the escalation. So, yeah, that is you know, true. Yeah. I, I'm, just not the, the I'm just yeah. not the turn of a cheek type of guy. I mean, you hear me. Not so much turn of a cheek, but let them know that your cheek 
you know, is at stake if you hit me again. You know, you kind of talk it out. How do we resolve conflict? Yeah, there's different How ways to resolve know? it. And part, and part of it is, is, is flipping Nate. Because once you hit them back and they see you fighting back, they ain't going to mess with you no more. Especially if no, he came at me, you know, more, you know, trying to, um, you know, but um, now I got one going to school. I said, oh, boy, they're going to put him out. <laughs> boy. Hey. But um, something we have to do, but you I know. Did, you, 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 you I'm know, not going to say I know the answer, you know, but what I did you say? say? I'm like, Mr. Coleman, if, if somebody hits you or hits your child, that child hits them back because if not, that child is letting them know that, they can dominate your uh-huh. child, and then your child end up walking around the school being bullied because mom said yeah. don't hit them. No, hit, hit, somebody hits you, you hit them back, and then maybe the teacher will come in and break it up, and then you go to the principal and then come up with a resolution. You know what I'm saying? But you got yeah, to get them. Okay, well, okay, okay, I will. Okay, I will. I will. Every yeah. action, okay, man. What, what you going to say? Every action, Right. I mean that's that was Martin Luther King saying you know to uh, nonviolence, but Malcolm X was like you know any means necessary. You know. <laughs> well, you know what I, 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 I understand that, but um, yeah, it, it, it is something. Yeah. It is something. I came home and I didn't fight back, and my mother. I came in the house crying with scratches all in my face, and my mother said, oh, you want to fight me or you want to fight her? Mm. And I said, mm-hmm. I'll fight her before I fight you. She said, well, <laughs> you go. go upstairs, wash your face, and let's go. All right. And That's she, right. <laughs> she said, because you're not going to come home to me every day, scared because, to walk to school, because I don't want you skipping school. Because you're scared right. to go. Mm. She says, so we're going to nip this in the bud today. So <laughs> the girl, yeah. I had ran home. So my mother said, stand on the front porch, and when you see her, you, you tell me. And, my, and I said, there she is. And my mother said, let's go. Mm. And mm. I walked up to the girl. And she said, oh, you want some more? And I hauled off and I cold cocked her, and I went for it. And my mother hmm. just stood there. And when another of the girl's friends tried to jump in, my mother told her, you jump in, I'm jumping in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And the girl and I wound up being the best of friends. Yeah. Sometimes that Absolutely. happens. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. does, because you know what? He was testing you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People respect limits. Yes, right. they I'm do. From the boundaries. I'm yeah. boundaries, yeah. I'm from the Mr. T uh, uh, theory. This guy asked him, Mr. T, seeing that you a Christian, he said, uh, what would you do if somebody came up here and just socked you in your mouth right now? And he said. Well, turn me up the cheek. Huh? Turn yeah, the other not, cheek. Yeah, turn the other cheek. He says, well, there's two things they got to understand. My name is not Jesus Christ. My name is Mr. T. So uh, if you're dumb enough to hit me, I'm going to lay him out. You know. But, you know, sometimes you have to you have to set your boundaries. 
those people are just going to keep on bothering you, you know. And so, you know, it, sometimes, it's, especially now, it's such a, I don't know, it, people are just so crazy, you know. Sometimes you kind of wish you would have just ran home or do something. You know, yeah. back then we fought with sense, you know, with your fists. Now, you know, no telling what comes out. Oh, yes. Know. All these kids yeah. taking guns to school. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a doggone shame. And now we have conflict solution. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why are you bringing these things? And why are you getting them? You know, I know that daddy didn't put the key up or whatever, and you found it, and you went in there and got the, the gun. That, ooh, you have to be careful with these firearms. You really do, especially, especially, especially if you have children. Oh, yeah. You have to. You really do. I mean, you don't have to have firearms in the house for kids to get firearms. Uh, so, I mean, if they want to get them, yeah. they can find them. They're, they're available. There was a lady, they said we've had five kids shot in one week. Mm. Yesterday it was a three-year-old girl, and and the little girl was at her grandmother's house. And her grandmother said, I don't know where the gun came from. I don't keep guns mm. in my house. That's where she told the wow. people. She said, I don't know where it came from. She said, but I have too many grandchildren for me to have a gun in this house. And she said, I purposely don't allow people to bring. She said, when I know that you have a permit to carry, I make you lock your gu- your gun up in your car. You can't bring it in my house. All right. Mm. So come to find out, Granny's boyfriend had the gun. Wow. <laughs> you lock him out. Awesome. <laughs> right. Right. And then he went and took the gun. He he ran a couple of blocks over to an abandoned school and threw the gun in there and the dogs tracked his, his scent to the school. Oh man. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's going to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then yeah, because the neighbors eyes. told wow. him that he ran off somewhere and then he came back. So they, they told the police, wow. well, he left and came back. So they brought the dogs in, and the dogs sniffed him, got his scent, and went wow. right there to that scene and got that gun. Yeah, so, well, he was stupid. He needed to go to jail. Somebody lost him. Yeah. Probably a felon with a, with a firearm anyway. Probably wasn't supposed to even have a gun. Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably a time with a firearm. Isn't that what what you call the kettle black or something like that? They're saying grandma didn't want nobody else to have a gun, but instead grandma's boyfriend had the gun, huh? That's crazy. (laughs) He was a thug, right? A negligent (laughs) one, evidently. Grandma's hands. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's something. It's so much in our community. So, so very much. It is. It is. And it's a lot of things going with our children. We have to That's keep the problem. our children. Yes. Yeah. We have to keep our children close. 
We have to keep our children close. And I know it's hard because you have single parents that go to work and have to leave the children. And that's hard. That is truly hard. And and not even that, you know, know, not not even that, you know, you got so many women now incarcerated who have children, and now you got grandmom taking care of the children, or you got the sisters trying to take care of the children, and it's not their kids, you know, especially grandma. I was in a prison today, and a woman was paying for somebody, and I said, how you doing? She said, I'm doing good. I said, your daughter's up in here? She said, yes, I'm praying that, you know, God help her, help her and release her. You know, and she's like, I'm grandmother, and I'm taking care of her children. She got four children. And she said, I didn't expect this to happen, you know. And she said, but, you know, I know everything happens for a reason, and I'm just praying that God help her and get her out so she can be a better mother to her children. And I said, well, it's the beautiful thing that you're there to help and raise your grandchildren so you can help and give them a better, you know, upbringing. Nah, I don't know what happened to her granddaughter, I mean her daughter, but hopefully you can give plant that seed and help them not to go the direction that their mother's going, you know. So it is it is hard on our children because now it's like mama's not there. You have other people being that parent for them. Yeah, yeah. Trying to say, yeah. Let me ask you, since you go to the um, prisons quite often, do they still have classes and things for the inmates? You know, yes. You know what? I was there the day, and and, um, I guess it all depends on who decides to sign up. They do have classes. I'm not sure exactly, like, what kind of educational classes, but, you know, they have, like, substance abuse of those who are in there for drugs or whatever. They have little classes like that. I'm not sure, or like I said, again, I know woman, one woman said they used to have Bible study in there, but they stopped the Bible study classes, so now they don't even give out Bibles anymore. You know, they just give out, you know, like little lectures here and there, stuff like that, you know. And I said, really? So I know they have some type of educational, um, but I'm not sure the depth of the educational that they give out. Okay. Okay, I know the prison up on Ryan Road, <laughs> one of their mandatory things, is that if you come in there and they find out that you don't have a high school diploma, you must uh, attend the GED classes. So mm-hmm. then I know that you know I know they have that, but anything beyond that, I don't know. Because I know some well, prisoners know used to get out and have degrees. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they used to do that absolutely. But you, but you just just let you know, I'm I'm not inside the prison. I'm actually in a detention center, so I'm in the holding area before they yeah, get yeah. sentenced or before mm-hmm. they decide what program. So they got a little something, but it ain't it ain't no high tech where they get a GED or anything like diploma or stuff like that. No, that that's not where I'm at. Where they can get provide them service. Okay, okay. I was just wondering because what else is is it for them to do, you know, when lift they're weights. in jail? Huh? Lift weights, play, lift weights and go out to the yard and play basketball. That's what they do? Yeah, because when I used to pass by there, that's what I would see them out there doing. Well, well I, where I'm I at, guess I mean, they have to do something, I guess. I I don't know. 
you, you know, most of the time, because where I'm at in the dentist center, they pretty much in the cell or they come out in the open area as long as they behave and they act right. Um, they have like an indoor gym where they have like a little recreation where they can run around or, you know, play basketball, do exercise and stuff like that. But other than that, they don't have much room. Uh, they don't have much room to do anything to pretty pretty much. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. I know federal, federal prison is different from the regular prison. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're probably uh-huh. they're all probably different now than they used to be. So I don't know. I don't know. But I think I, we I have. Go ahead. Oh, I'm go- I'm sorry. I was going to say, I used to go to CIW in Chino, and these are when women who have, like, 20 and 30 years or in there for life. Then, yes, they have a big yard. They actually go outside. They get to plant flowers and stuff like that. They have more things because they in there for a long, a long term. You know what I'm saying? But I think the short term is a little bit different. But for long term, with the woman, what she was just mentioning, federal, yes, they have more outdoor activities and stuff like that. And they teach you how to sew. You know, they teach you how to paint because they want you to paint inside. They want you to sew because they want you to sew the uniforms. And so even <laughs> hotels, hotels use the prisoners to um, to make the blankets and the sheets and everything. So the prison really making money from corporations by using the inmates to actually um, provide the service. You yeah, know, right. Need. For free. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole For free. Show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah. That is really awesome. Yeah. It's something to think. Well, guys, I, I'm glad that you were here with me today, and we were talking about the young man that got shot and killed because of some fries that were cold. I, I just, I, I still... Anyway, um, so anyone that has something to leave us with, I sure would wish you would just say it. I think we all need to keep the young man who got killed, keep his family lifted in prayer. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I didn't hear anything about that, but you know what? Since you were mentioning about paying forward and being kindness, I mean, showing kindness and, you know, maybe just, you know, get close to somebody and just say hello, I think sometimes that might help and change whatever directory that they got going on in their mind at the time. It can make help and shift it, you know what I'm saying? So if we can do that more often, hopefully we can make an impact by changing the minds and the hearts of those who's dealing with some issues. So I'll leave that. Well, thank you. Uh, I know. What time is it where you are? Oh, it's 6 o'clock. Okay. Well, I thank you for, Yeah. I thank you for sharing, and I appreciate your uh, participation. Okay. Anybody else want to give us the last? Saying. Well, enjoy the rest of your summer because we only got three more weeks of August. Well, is that you know, it? Yeah. About, Good. About God. three more weeks, <laughs> and it's a, it's a wrap. 
It went by so quickly, though. What happened? Yeah. What Enjoy happened? your summer. 22. You're not, young. You're not young anymore. When we were young, the summers were long. The older you get, the shorter you get. Yeah, I think that's true. Because I used to ask my daddy, well, when is Christmas coming? He said, that's all right. It'll be here. But I thought it took so long, so long. <laughs> and now, if you wake up, it's here. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 it's like every time you blink your eyes, like, oh, man, the weekend is over already? Like, good yeah. Lord, where did yeah, time go? Or a month. Yeah, yeah. So we have to be careful because the day we see now, we'll never see it again. You got that right. Never see again. So we know we need to do the best that we can. And if nothing we got out of this session is just try to help someone else, someone else. If you can give them a compliment, oh, your hair is beautiful. Oh, I like that dress. I love that color or something you don't know what it will do to the other person. And just like uh, was said, you don't know what it might do to you. That's the same thing that Charmaine said. So, I mean, you know, we just need to do the best that we can because time is running. Time is running. You know, I have an aunt who's 100 years old. This is her 101 year, and she's still living alone. She lives alone. So some of us can, but who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I don't. But the best I can do is what I can do while I'm here to help someone else. So, but and anyway, that's all that's I'm sorry. I said that's all that's required because the Lord tells you feed my sheep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's I. I would like us to remember to pray for our kids going back to school. Dang, is it that time already? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was getting ready to go back to school. I still haven't got that thing that happened in Texas out of my mind. I haven't. What, ha- what happened in Texas? All those kids got shot up, and they stood out and let it happen. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Uvalde. Oh, you know, oh, 19 oh. Kids, you know yeah. I haven't gotten they're that not, out of my mind. They're not using that building anymore. They're not using it. Well, they found nah. out yesterday that one of the security officers at Oxford went into the school, went to the bathroom, walked past the boy with the gun. Oh, please. I don't know why they didn't fire all the policemen. Oh. <sighs> Oh, no. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I thank each and every one of you who shared with us. 
especially Miss California. I thank you for listening <laughs> and participating. And I thank oh, you, you all my people, you know. So I just like to say, um, a negative m- mind will never allow you to have a, have a positive life. A negative mind will never allow you to have a positive life. So you have to be aware of what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you guys. And this has been the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. And I will see you. No, I won't see you. <laughs> I will talk to you guys next Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Okay. Have a great tomorrow, guys. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.